State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Yep, yep, ghetto boys is back and reloaded. All in your mind. Yeah, now deep throated. This is for the streets, the real, the railroaded. The disenfranchised, the truth, the scapegoated. And they know it. We speak the truth, so they quote it. Because we wrote it. The North, South, the East Coast. It's the GB knocking. We're keeping your head bobbing. It ain't no stopping. And once the beat drops in, violins, the system is so corrupt. They throw the rock out their hands and then blame it on us. It's GB, don't get it twisted. On code and we ain't dancing for no buttermilk biscuits. It's Willie D, y'all. Scarface is in the building. Collectively, we are the Ghetto Boys. Reloaded with another episode of information and instructions to help you navigate through this wild, crazy, beautiful world. In the studio, family attorney, child support activist, Cassandra Daniels. Hey, y'all. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. I feel so honored to be here. You don't look like a, an attorney, like a regular attorney. Is that right? right? What I look like? Uh, it look like everybody gonna be hiring you. Are they already hiring yeah. you? Well, yeah. that's what they need. That's what they need to do. So yeah, whatever that look a, is, and let's get a close up on her. What camera? What my camera at? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I always thought it was interesting. Like you know what you do. Uh, I know that you're a family attorney, but like like explain this dichotomy of being dichotomy. a family lawyer and a child support advocate whereas you know your primary focus is the cohesiveness of the family correct me if i'm wrong cohesiveness of the family while at the same time advocating for the parent who has to pay child support Mm -hmm. you know does that ever become problematic well it's not a dichotomy for me um my approach to 
there, you know, your approach to your profession is unique to you, right? So you, I can be in it for the money. I can be in it for trying to, you know, separate families. I could be in it for saving families. So it's it's what it's an individual approach. My approach to what I do as a family lawyer is just about advocating for what's right, right? Okay. So mm-hmm. in a divorce case, that may be representing the wife, representing the husband. It just depends on the facts. Um, the reason why. As a family lawyer and just as a human being, I ride for and I advocate for child support reform mm. is because of the injustices that I see as it as the law is applied in real life. What you are some that? of the injustices you see? So, like, I have a client that that's the one that I've been really talking about a lot lately. So I have a client, His one of my client's cases... Um, he is currently still paying child support or has an obligation to pay back child support for a child that has been determined that is not his by DNA evidence. And we had our day in court. We lost because we did not file our suit timely. That's the only reason why it was thrown out, because it we did not file our, our suit before the expiration of the statute of limitation. So for here for, here for and forevermore, he will be on the hook for paying over forty thousand dollars in back child. Hell child's. no! That's Christopher Crump. Christopher Crump. So yeah, he. This is a wild case to me because this yeah. guy, they proved that he was not the father, and then the DNA test results got lost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Family, mm-hmm. listen to what I'm saying. The state claims that they lost the DNA. Results. They lost it. The, the results where they determined paternity. And then they said that he waited too long to prove that he wasn't the father. Yeah. There's a four year statute of limitation. <laughs> yeah. That he has so to follow. Nothing you can do? There's absolutely nothing that can be done. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing that now the only thing according to the state law right now that, that that's a remedy left for him, he can file a petition to have his parent child relationship terminated. And what that would do for him is because when you have when you owe back child support, there's arrears. There's I'm sorry, there's interest that accrues six percent at this point. And so if we file the petition to terminate the parent child relationship, then it will stop the arrears from accruing on the forty thousand that he has. And but what, it won't uh, wipe away what he has, what he owes currently. And where does that interest go to? Say I'm sorry? Go ahead, Willie. Where does the interest go? Um who who gets I, the interest? I, I, no, I'm assuming it goes back to the state. The courts, yeah. I'm assuming it goes back to the state because it don't go to mom. In Christopher's case, mm-hmm. they said that, okay, we won't charge you for... What you owe mom. What you owe mom, but mm-hmm. we need our piece. Right. That's 12, wrong. We need that's, our 12 So what does federal law say? So, so all of this comes down from what they call Title 4D, right? And that that comes from the federal government. It's and that's just, that's a title. That's not a, that's not a law. That's just Well, it's 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 a provision of the law from the federal government that deals with child support. What the, does the constitution say? The constitution doesn't speak specifically about child support. So why is this in the law now? This is crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. I I get it. So there are like I said, on the fed, on the federal level, there are acts and provisions that have been um, implemented as it relates to the Social Security Act, right? We know the Social Security Act. And under the umbrella of the Social Security Act is the welfare, welfare, welfare programs that deals with, you know, all the stuff that we know about Medicaid and and, and food stamps and, and TANF and all of that. And then underneath that umbrella as well is 
Title IV-D, which deals with child support, uh, establishment of paternity, establishment of child support. And a lot of this is in connection to the welfare system because it, it's an opportunity for the states and the federal government to reimburse themselves for the cost of these services and benefits that they provide to families. Wouldn't it be considered like de- debtor's jail, like debtor's court? Right. Like, is, isn't that like illegal? Right. So like, we need to address this shit, bro. Like, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> so a lot of people, I, I've heard it, I've heard it, um, I've heard that that assimilation being made that to, you know, debtor's court, debtor's prisons and, and yeah. the collection of child support. I don't know if I can make that connection um, because I can only speak to you from what I understand about the law and Texas law at that. Right. Um, people are not being thrown in jail specifically because they owe money. Right. Um, a lot of times people are thrown in jail they can be thrown in jail for the non-payment of it's child a, it's support. A contempt. It's a contempt thing, Right, yeah. but they have to show, in order for someone to be thrown in jail for a non-payment of child support after a finding of criminal contempt, it has to be shown that they had the ability to pay, but they just didn't. So their, their, their violation of the court order by not paying was willful. That's what has to be shown for them to go to jail. Yeah, but that's the easiest part in the world to show. Why do you say that? Because, I mean, I know a ton of people that went to jail. I went to jail for this shit. But did they show that it was well? Did they show that they you show had nothing, the ability man. I, I to went pay? To, I went to I went to jail, uh, 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 in, in 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 with the Ku Klux Klan. Oh yeah, cause that that lady, that white judge, it was a lady. Um, what's that lady's name? She didn't want to hear none of that. I was like, man, I've been I've been I've been uh, I don't know what I don't know what had happened, mm-hmm. but I had already paid it. I've already paid it once. Is that right? It's already been paid once. You had a lawyer? I did. But I think the lawyer wanted my money. Mm. Yeah, so the lawyer wanted the money. See, when it, it's, it, you, I've already paid child support already. Mm-hmm. Like an astronomical amount of money. But if you don't pay that money through the courts. Yeah, man. Yeah. To Make, the person. Right. Let the, let the court pay the the person, right? That's a great point. Then it's a, it's a um, gift of gift. Yeah, that's so, a yeah. great point. That's a great. That's point. how I got screwed. Yeah, that's a great point. So what he what he's talking about is, um, one if the the state prefers that all child support payments go through the state. I'm disbursement trying to figure out what unit. the fuck does the state have to do with the relationship between the kid, the mom, and the father. Right. What right. does the state have to do with this? Well, so like that's 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 okay. I right. I I think that's I'm, a great I'm, question. I'm done. I think that's a great question, and and I can't speak for the state. I can't speak for the federal government. I can only tell you what they say. Right. The, the I can speak for the state and the government. It's about it. money, like everything else. I know, Willie, but it's about that money. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. It's about the money. It's about the money with the state and the government. But I don't even think it's about the money. What do you think it's about? I think it's about tearing the family apart. Yeah, especially that's, with black people. And ultimately, that boils down to money, right? Because oh. why? Why else would they want to tear us apart? And but but to keep their foot on our neck, right? I, that's what to that's what to, I'm in agreement to, to with. Try to try to make sure that we remain a permanent underclass. And then when you catch a professional child support recipient who doesn't, 
You don't care about none of that. Who don't know what the, what's, what's going on between the government and black men. They down with the government because they want to turn they, I mean, they, they, the government want them to turn their backs on us just as they have. You feel me? Yeah. Hmm. Before so we I go, be, before we go any further, let's, let's be crystal clear that we, when we talk about child support reform, uh, we're not riding for dead beats. We're not riding for dudes who don't take care of their babies, mm-hmm. the dudes that try to uh, circumvent their uh, parental responsibilities. We're not talking about those dudes. Oh. You know, we're, we're talking about the guys who the government and the state takes advantage of, who, when they know this guy has a job and he's just getting by, Bail and they come in by. and take everything he got and it's it gets to a point to where a dude be like man you know what i may as well not work at all i'd rather not even work at all than to go on record and just be working basically to get this woman some money let me ask you a question yes sir so if the government is saying um well I think that uh the state i'm not the the government i'm sorry i was the state says well i think that the best um, way to fix this is that you pay, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month to the man. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't the lady be responsible for the other seven fifty? Shouldn't it be a split since it's half our kid any goddamn way? I'm just asking. You mean in general? Yeah. Child support I mean, in general. I'm the period. If if, <laughs> if 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 I gotta pay, if I gotta pay fifteen hundred, you gotta pay the half because it's half your kid. Right, like, but it, ain't, I mean, it, ain't, it ain't all my fault, right? And I shouldn't be solely responsible for 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 for, for the money part, right? Because you got a job too, right? So the idea, the idea behind the child support is there's one parent that's going to be the custodial parent in Texas. That parent has the child. I think like I think the, the break up breakdown is like fifty fifty eight percent of the time. It's not a 50-50 split. The non custodial parent. Only has the child on the first, third, and fifth weekends. But he's okay. So he's only he's only responsible. He only has a child for for for, for what forty forty two percent of the time. Uh-huh. So, but he's responsible for hundred. Like he's responsible for hundred percent of the money. It's not a hundred percent because Shit. in theory, when the with the kid is with mom, she's providing for the mom financially. That's not true. Why do you say that? Because the money comes out of the man's pocket. The man ain't paying the rent. The man ain't paying the uh... bullshit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that, a lot of that child support payment does go toward rent. Well, but, depend but on who the, the thing depend about, on what the deal is. Let me be very clear. Let me be very clear. Okay, I don't have a problem with the child support system in in and of itself. I understand the concept. The concept behind it all is to make sure that both parents are contributing financially to the care for that tri- child. I don't have a problem with that. That may, now, have, that may, have, been, that may have been the, the, the original right. concept. Right. So on the base off. level, on the base level, right. That On the base level, that is the way that child support is designed and I don't have a problem with it. It's all the other laws and requirements and stuff it's, that it's, it's murky statutes. up the water. It's not even a fucking law it's a statute it, it murkies the it murkies the water so for for instance so you were saying that some of the child support does go to paying the rent and all that but the thing about it is child support how much you pay as a as a non-custodial parent is going to be based on your income it's got what they call guidelines child support so it's a it's going to be a percentage based on the number of children 
of your net monthly income. So you may not be paying $1,500. If you're not make if you're, if it's, if $1,500 is not, and you got one kid, if that's not 20% of your net monthly income, you're not going to be paying to uh, $1,500. You're going to be paying based on your income. So some people are receiving $200. Some people are yeah, receiving $2,000. Yeah, some people are receiving $30. Right. I, I get that. Right. But but here's... But, but that $30 but, ain't paying is rent. I got I, to pay. Exactly. Yeah, I, but that $2,000 is... I got, I, I, I got that. But for the... It's helping. For those cases where the system is clearly flawed and it doesn't... It's not working out for the woman, you know... Uh, the custodial parent, mm-hmm. they should not overstep their boundaries to try to make other others like compensate for the money they didn't collect from these guys that ain't really making any money or really making any substantial contributions. Where, why do you think that that that, that is happening? Uh, because they want the money. It's all about the money. Uh, when you, how much money does a kid? need to get by. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Some some there are some people that collect a hundred thousand dollars in child support every mm-hmm. month. You know, fifty thousand, twenty thousand dollars in child support <laughs> every pay single month. One month. But that yeah, but that that doesn't make sense, man. It does that, not that that yeah. doesn't make sense. And well, that lets you know that lets you know. Look, let's go back to Christopher Crump's case. Okay. Christopher Crump, the the state said, look, you owe forty, but okay. Okay, we believe you. You're not the father. Okay, all right. So you don't have to give her any of that back money. Uh, but the state won't. But we, want but ours. we still want ours. What, 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 if it's what, about the child, for what? If, if it's right. about the child, I, I agree. What what does what does the state need money? Right. For? They don't I care. Agree. That's not about the child, Willie. They don't give a f about the child. That's my me. point. They don't right. care about the it child. It shouldn't be called child that, support. They? Right. They're it, not. They're not here to, to, to. They're not here in interest of the the uh, the uh, the father, the mother, or the child. They're in there for the interest of the state. Right. It should. They it should. It should be Got nothing to do with the kid. It should be called attorney general. Support, uh, state of state support, yeah. government support. I mean, something. if you follow it, if you follow the the if you follow the the laws, even from the federal 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 level on down, it, it appears as though it is a money thing, because they force you to pay. Like you were just saying, if you don't pay through the state disbursement unit, then it can be categorized as a gift. That makes no sense to me, right? If I am paying money to this household where my child lives. Financial financial contribution for the care of my child, it's it's financial contribution. It doesn't matter if it's going through the state or if it's going to through the disbursement disbursement unit or to her directly. It's still this. It's still for the care yeah, for my the child. child. Right. So why then does it have to go by the term of a uh, definition of a gift because it wasn't given? It wasn't paid through the disbursement unit. The only justification that I can come up with that is that they want to force people to pay through the disbursement unit. Now so why, mon- do mon- wanna, so why do you want to monitor? Why do you want to force people to pay through the disbursement unit? Why? Because from the federal government down, they get the state gets to charge you administration fees for processing those payments. So there's a there's a certain amount that they withhold from everybody's child support. If you are a recipient of TANF, if you are a recipient of Medicaid, you actually assign over your rights to the your child support. It's no longer your. You don't even have rights to it. So when you when you make the statement about um 
other other child support p- payers are carrying the load or the brunt for other other uh, other other people who are paying less. I think you made a statement mm-hmm. that was that was kind of akin to that. The way where I see that happening is is when in these cases when a mom. Uh, you know, in, in my hypothetical, a mom is receiving TANF or Medicaid, right? And you got two moms, right? What Both is TANF? I had to cut you off. Temporary assistant for temporary assistance for needy families. That's what it's called in Texas. So they okay. actually get money. Okay, they go get ahead. Money. So, so if you got two moms that are on TANF, right? Mm-hmm. This mom A, her baby daddy is supposed to be paying her two hundred dollars a month in child support. Uh, Mama B, her baby daddy's supposed to be paying her $1,200 in child support. The state is going to take, depending on what state you're in, they taking they, all of it. They're taking the $200 and they're taking the $1,200. And some states will, and this is all sanctioned by the federal government that the, <laughs> that the states have, um, you know, um, you know, taken on as as a part of their own laws as well. So the states get to decide how much of the child support that they will pass through to those families, right? Some states don't pass through any. They take the whole 200, they take the whole 1200, right? Mm. Some states pass through $50, right? So then how is that equitable? And and you're doing this under the under the guise of this is a reimbursement for the for the cost of the benefits that you're receiving, but there should be a dollar amount that's attached. If I'm getting tan. If we both get tan, if there should be a dollar amount, I should be able to get a receipt from the government, from the state. How much you pay me in in for this tan that I'm receiving, and then let me pay you that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that how it's arbitrary because you no. Know, so now you taking my two, you taking the twelve. But if it only costs five, then the one that t- you took twelve from, where that seven at? You know what I'm saying? It's cold blooded. So I don't understand the lot. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how it works. That in my in my me, my mind. Let me ask you that's a, how a, a question, Council. What's the best way to go about rectifying, like fixing this? What do we do to fix this? Great question. So that's what me and my and my my colleague, my my new friend Kenya Rogman. Okay. Um, I she, introduced you guys. You, you entered she. Is that the woman in Austin. Yes. Yeah, I introduced yes. you guys. Yeah. So she's been she's been rallying behind this for a very long time. She so wrote we a need book. to put some light on what she's doing. Absolutely. Okay. She She wrote a book called The Child Support Hustle. Um, she's been you know. Hey Kenya. Yeah, she's been out here like trying to write writing bills, making proposals, and, and she's un- active. Very. She's active. very active, and she's been active for a very long time. Do so, you know her story by chance? I only know not the details. I know in general that because she, she and I talked about this that her and I hope I'm getting this right, Kenya. Her child's father was on child support. Right. She didn't want him to be on right. child support anymore. Exactly. She That's tried to get him off child support. They wouldn't, do they it. wouldn't allow him right. to get off child support. Right. I remember she was telling me that she was receiving TANF and his she wasn't getting his child support payments began, again because she had to assign her rights to it. So she wasn't getting his payments. Um, I remember she told me that she had requested a statement. She wanted to know exactly mm-hmm. how much have y'all paid me or paid in benefits toward to to, to, to my benefit. Mm-hmm. 
And she was never able to receive any type of statements or receipts to be able to see exactly how much she had received in benefits to see if it reconciled with how much they've taken from her child support. Mm. So that's that's how she got motivated in it. And so you introduced us. And so I said, OK, well, I'm going to I'm a legal professional. I'm a lawyer. So I know the legal aspects of this. So I wanted to lend my voice to what she was already doing. And instead of me recreating the, real, the will, I said, OK, well, let's partner up. We both have the same goal. We both have the same mission. Big time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so to answer your question, what do we do? We one inform the inform the the public because a lot of this stuff uh, people don't really know. Like the stuff that I'm talking about, the it's called the Work Opportunity and, and, and Personal Responsibility Act that was passed by Bill Clinton. Um, I think it was in '96. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't. That's not common knowledge. Um, the the aggressive enforcement measures that that were, um, I guess, um, passed in that act, mm. and how we see now it in our in our day to day lives with people's licenses being re, uh, suspended and all of that kind of stuff. All that comes from the federal how, government. How, how does how does suspending one's license? You know, I, it's like, it's all tactics to it's going back. Yeah, yeah, it's tactics to try to force people to be compl- complicit. And so, so what I do is, and what we're trying to do is, one, educate the public on the fact that th- these things are occurring and the fact that there's an issue. Many, many men. It's mostly been men in the past that have tried to sound the alarm, but mm-hmm. they got slapped down and you know coined as. Debbie dads. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody cared. But Kenya and I both have the same story in that we were both recipients of, of child support. I, I used to receive child support. After my divorce, I received child support. I benefited from child support. So I understand how a single mother or a single non-custodial parent could you know, be benefited from the from receiving child support. But as a legal professional, being on the front lines and seeing these people's lives and how they are being, um, you know, you know, disenfranchised and and harmed by the application of these laws, I see that and I and I recognize the flaws in the system. So it's about bringing awareness to the public, creating enough noise to work. This is a conversation that people are having, and then it's now you know beating down the doors of, you know, legislators on the state level as well as the federal level and making these, you know, drafting these bills, drafting these proposals for um, new legislations and amendment to current legislation and not being quiet until somebody opens the goddamn door and lets you in. You Mm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let's come back to... Makes all the sense Let's come back to some of the legalities of, of child support reform and we'll get back... State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. 
Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. We talked about a little about uh, Kenya's story, mm-hmm. touched about on that a little bit. But let's, I want to hear about your story. I yes, think, sir. I think, the, I think our audience want to hear your story. How, how, does, how does uh, a, a girl with uh, Instagram model looks oh! become a lawyer, like <laughs> even aspire to be a lawyer? Tell us your story. Like how did, give us your humble beginnings in the short Well, that was mean. That was what's, mean. What's that? What do you say? Well, Instagram model looks. Have you seen those girls on Instagram? That, that are models? They do be fine, though. Yeah. yeah. So you they be fine? Yeah. I think I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, <laughs> if I ain't going to toot my own horn, who going to toot it? Toot, toot. It is. You did? <laughs> so, Man, so, I'm going to so, go. <laughs> <laughs> where where are you from, Cassandra? So I am from Lake Jackson, Texas. You know where that okay. is? Lake, J- Lake Jackson, yeah. Texas, 288 South from Houston. Country right. girl. Right. Yes, I'm a country girl. And yeah. I've, I've been in Houston since, what, 2009? Yeah. So you, at what point, first of all, how many siblings? It's eight of us. Damn. It's eight of and us. And where do you fall in? And I am the first four. I'm number six. Yeah, I'm number six. It took you that long to figure out yeah. you're number six. What, what happened? You got some, well, well, some my side marriage. <laughs> I'm number six. So my father, my father was married. He had four children. Okay. And then he divorced and married my mother, and he had four children. So it's 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 eight of us total. Four with my mom and dad. So I'm second with my mom and dad. Six in the total eight. So 
how was growing up in your household and, and you know, what did you, was you, I guess you were pretty sharp in school. Were you always sharp in school? Or no, I, I, I'm an average student. I was yeah. always an average student. When I was in law school, my motto was, I'm going to see my way out of here. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't trying to win no awards or be on nobody's list. I just wanted to get out because, yeah. well, you know, if you got a degree, can't nobody, what they going to do? Challenge me because I got a C in torts, you know, whatever. I got my JD. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I knew... I'm a PK, so I grew up in the preacher's home, um, and I knew I was lucky enough to just know early on what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's very challenging. It's hard for young young people to try to figure out that one path they want to take for their life. But mm-hmm. I knew, yeah, so I knew in the seventh grade that I wanted to be a lawyer, and mm-hmm. I never changed my mind. I never mm. changed my mind about that. At that time, I didn't know I wanted to be a family law- lawyer. I just ended up in family law. But I knew I wanted to be a lawyer because I, I always was always I, I would always say back then people get screwed because they don't know their rights. So I I like the advocacy part, part part of being a lawyer. That that's what attracted me. And so I just never changed my mind. I ended up in family law because out of undergrad, my first job in a law office was in a family law office. I was doing their billing. And then I just, because I was in a family law office, I picked up on family law stuff and I just stayed in family law. So when I went to law school and graduated past the bar, I'd already been doing the work as a paralegal for other lawyers. So I said, okay, I'll just hang my own shingle and do it for myself. How many yeah. times did it take you to pass the bar? One time. One time you got the first I out got, the gate. You know, straight out the gate. Straight out the gate. I didn't realize how big of a deal that was, but I know a lot of people that that's that it's it's been a challenge for them. Yeah. So I I'm fortunate enough to be able to that I was able to kill it the first time. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I killed it. And that's your being a lawyer was That's you, all I you wanted think to do. That's all you've ever wanted to do. I never to do. wanted to do nothing else. Yeah. If I was if 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 I wasn't doing law, if if there was anything else that I would want to do and I would love doing, it would be Instagram model. No, <laughs> no, I would be like singing somewhere. I would have a band and like just be singing. But can you sing? I don't think you can. Don't sing. do that. Why you say that? Well, well, don't do that. Why? Why you discourage me, me from my yeah, rock and roll dreams? Oh, I can hold a tune. Oh, to say something, anything, have, anything. I don't sing for free. Go to your favorite. I don't Go sing for free. This is not. Saying, this, you're not gonna send me just shoot something out you're there. You're not gonna. Say, you got to give us something. This you, is the moment when I be you, watching. You said. You said if I wasn't, if I wasn't a lawyer, I'd sing. So I mean, just anything. Prove to us that you could have made I it. Don't, as a I don't. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want. I'm not saying that I would have made it. I'm just well, saying this is what I would have. This is what I would have wanted to do. I sing in the show, but I grew I grew up singing in the church, right? I I was the musician at my church. I was the praise and worship leader at my church, and I enjoyed it. I absolutely loved singing. I still sing now, like to myself, but I don't know. So why 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 didn't you grow up and get into the family business? Um, ministry of ministry, yeah. That's a great question. Um, to be quite honest with you, if my father hadn't passed, um, I probably would. Um, How I, old were you when your father passed? When my dad passed, um, I was 18 when I got married. So You married at 18? Yeah. So he, when I was 20 when he passed. Oh, I'm uh-huh. sorry. I had, just, I had just turned 20 when he passed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was the last one of his daughters that he walked down the aisle. 
Wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But had he not passed, I would have. Um, the, the gentleman that I married was a minister. Um, he... Look at you said the gentleman. You, you're divorced, right? I'm divorced. And she said the gentleman that I married. What I'm supposed to call him? The master that I married. That's respect. The master that I married. No, that's respect. Hard, no, that's that, respect. <laughs> that, that, that says something about you to be able to say that. Because a lot the of gentlemen. people... A lot of people are bitter, you know, after they... After, oh. You know, they they, they talk yeah. down on their exes No, whatever, we had but, our moment. Like, yeah. I've been divorced now for almost 10 years. And believe me, we had our... Oh, God, I acted bad. Oh, you God. did? I acted bad. When like, we what does acted bad mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, man, she acted bad. <laughs> For real? Man, I acted bad. bad. Just know I acted bad, man. When we when we oh. separated, and because uh, when we separated, I put him out. And you put him out? I put him out. Of his house? Of his house. I put him out. And he left. He left our house, and he moved in with this girl that he was working with. Okay, and yeah. he ain't never left. He been. He's still there. How right long there. were y'all married? <laughs> we was married for thirteen years. Oh, that's a good. That's a good run. Yeah, y'all we, gave it a good shot. Yeah, yeah we were married for thirteen years, but I acted bad. Yeah, and man. two kids, right? Uh huh. Two kids. So what does acted bad mean? I tried to mace him. Uh, I remember slash tires. You scratched his car. You scratched his car. I probably did. I remember the the one thing that stands out in my mind. You in I don't pockets. remember what happened. I burned up all his clothes. This I'm is, sure. Like I took all his clothes out of the closet. <laughs> I did one of those waiting to excel things. Put them all in the backyard and burned Got up his, all his clothes. On. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then I remember. I don't know what happened. Why I was so mad. But I knew he was going to be in South Houston, South Park, as his um, people used to live off Reed Road. And I was on the north side, and I remember driving all the way over to his mama's house, and I was posted up down the street. Why was I posted up? I was posted up down the street. (laughs) You had your girls with you? No, it was just me. (laughs) I was posted up down the street, and I had his his mama house in my eye view, and I saw him pull up. With another woman. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to remember why I was even wilding out like that. But I pulled up. It caused the whole scene. I remember his mama coming outside. I caused the whole scene. Was you smoking some weed? I wasn't smoking no weed. Okay, that would have been dope though. Like I was, a, I was blowing a fat one. I smoked some weed. And I was just looking at her. Really? really? Every time I hit it, I was just like really? tripping. Really? Started tripping. I know. I, I that would have been that would have been good for the story though. I acted bad. I was smoking I, that weed. I, I acted bad. You know what? Not, not like like most of the time when when women act like that with, with dudes is because they did some shit before. Um, Did you do some shit? I wasn't mad at him because he was with that girl. I was the if I remember correctly, my anger with him and the times that I acted out was because when he left, he just left. He wasn't pay- paying whoa, whoa, child whoa. support. He wasn't helping out financially, and that that that, that those were the things that just made me angry. Did he leave or did you kick him out? Well, yeah, I you put, say you kicked yeah, him out. Yeah, but your kids are still there. So you want you want to kick him out and make him come? You, you want him to come back, come back and there. make no, him no, and I make need, him pay, Willie. Exactly. Get out and pay. What the money at? Hell no. Because I got to take care of these kids. That's why I say I understand how you, yeah, how about you go the from child support. Money at to being a child because support there's a difference between, I think that the, there is nothing wrong with requiring someone to support their children financially. That's fine, but you don't yeah, have right. to go through the goddamn uh, powers that be to do that. Unfortunately, 
you're you're right. But unfortunately, that's sometimes that's the only option that's not because true. somebody she may not. Sometimes that's not. Sometimes true. because no, you may have so an sometimes agreement. Sometimes that's not true. But go ahead. <laughs> you may have an agreement. Okay, he's going. I we don't need to go to child support. I'm gonna give you money. Okay, I, he he agrees. He's gonna give you two hundred dollars. Then he's skipping out on the money. He don't. He not paying. But them bills keep coming every month. And he he funny with the money. So now you got you don't have a choice but to go to the people and put him on child support because they're going to make sure he pay every month. So I get it. Ladies, I get it. I okay. totally get it. But I think it's wrong when you got situations where, like, my guy, he wasn't the father or I got another client. He worked in oil and gas. He had a child support order based on what he was making at that time, which was good money. He lost his job. He needed a modification. So when you lose your job, they don't automatically change your, your child support obligation. Not just lose your job, but, like, I know ball players that their child support was based on what they were what they were getting when they were playing ball. They're not playing ball no more. The money's not coming in the same, but they still on the hook for the same amount. They can't afford it. Wouldn't it be easy if they just dropped it down, to, like, they made the law like based on a percentage as, as opposed to a hard number. That that way, it if, is a percentage. That, it is it's okay. 20% so, so if it's a percentage, per. then if I got just like you automatically take money out of my 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 uh, my 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 pay my my paycheck, you know that money could automatically be calculated when. When you see a drop, you only getting twenty. You only getting twenty percent of what right. that number is that I bring in. Right. Period. Right. So if I if so if I'm making you know ten thousand a month, and then you know and you getting twenty percent, that's two thousand, right? Right. So if if that twenty if that ten thousand drops down to five thousand, mm-hmm. you know, then we're talking what is that a thousand dollars a month, right? Right. And and that. That should automatically. It just should be automatic, be adjusted, right? Right. They, it should don't, be they don't have the. They don't have the. the um, they're not compassionate in, in the state. Well, here's the thing. Government. I absolutely agree with you. And that's a part of my, what I'm proposing, the change that I'm proposing. Okay, so there's there's something called the Child Support Incentive, Child Support, Child Support Performance and Incentive Act, right? And it pays money, incentive money, incentive payments to the states based on their level of performance in four to five categories. I couldn't think of the, five, the fifth one last night. The, and th- those categories are the establishment of paternity, collection, I'm, I'm sorry, establishment of child support orders, collections of child, child support and collections of arrears and something else. I can't think of the fifth one. And so what I'm proposing is an amendment to that act where they would add as a fifth or sixth um, measurement modifications because that's what we're talking about right Mm -hmm. if you have a change in your circumstances you need that previous order modified and it should be automatic right right not automatic in the sense maybe it may i don't know if it can be automatic in the sense of they detect that there's a decrease in your pay and they automatically do it but it absolutely needs to be easily accessible it needs to be easily accessible i should be able to just like my baby mama can just call the office of attorney general and be like, yeah, this is the baby daddy and I need child support. And they pick up the ball from there. Mm-hmm. A, 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 right. a payer of child support should be able to pick up the phone, call the office of attorney general and say, look, I lost my job or it's COVID and I've been furloughed. And that that's all that needs to happen. The office of attorney general will pick up the ball to do the modification just as they are quick about establishing paternity, establishing child support. They need to be just and enforcements. They need to be just as quick and automatic about doing modifications because that's what's messing people up. 
That's mm-hmm. what's causing people. Mm. So if you lose your job and you're still on the hook for paying $1,500 a month and you ain't got that kind of money coming in, now you're in arrears. Now those aggressive collection measures are in, in, implemented. You can't leave the country. All this stuff, they're taking your tax returns, all those things. When all of that could be alleviated by just simply making modifications easily, more easily and readily available and provided through the Office of Attorney General. Currently, you pretty much got to go hire a lawyer. If you lost your job, how are you going to pay for a lawyer to get a modification? You know what I mean? Is there any time that you feel like a client or a potential client may not need your services and they can handle that themselves in regards to child support? That's a great question. That's a great question. Ain't no way. The businesswoman in me, the businesswoman in me wants to say, no, you always need a lawyer. There's nothing you can do on your own. Because now you're cutting into my revenues, right? Mm-hmm. But I'll but I'll be honest about it. Um <clears throat> when it comes down to child support, a lot of this stuff is done through the Office of Attorney General. And again, they don't represent you, they don't represent the mom. You know, and you yeah, you you can come in there without a lawyer. I don't advise it though. I just don't advise it because you need somebody there protecting your interests. As a non-lawyer, there are some things you're just not gonna know. Mm -hmm. You know, like I one of my clients, he's got a child support order right now that's so crazy. They gave they said his child support, he don't know why they said it the way they did. He just agreed to it. He like, I don't know where they got those numbers from. I'm like, what? You didn't add, you didn't ask the right question. You didn't you didn't ask, you just signed off on it. So that's why I think that it's important for you to go down. Can you go down and do it without a lawyer? Yeah, but is it a good idea? No. Because mm-hmm. no one's protecting your interests. No one, no one who knows the right questions to ask are asking those questions. No one that's saying, okay, no, we don't agree to that, because I know we don't have to agree to that. No one is there doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they should have like um court appointed. Child support attorneys in the attorney general's office. Well, it's pretty you much get the same one. thing. You no, get one. As you do. A, as a you get one in, in, in an enforcement yeah. issue. If it's an enforcement, like if they're saying, oh, you haven't been paying your child support, it's an enforcement case because those are quasi-criminal. You can be sent to jail for that. And then it's criminal, it's criminal contempt. Um, they will appoint an, an attorney for you if you cannot, if you're indigent, if you can't afford one. But if they if they accept my proposal and they and they make modifications mm-hmm. a, a part of the thing that's an, a priority and of the services that they provide then people won't really need lawyers they would just it would, like i said before it'd be that phone call that they would make the office of attorney general would do everything else would initiate the case all of that look because all they would need to do is it is, is initiate the case ask for his financials ask for the proof that there's been a change in your income how much you're making now okay mm-hmm. now we base child support on what you're making now so I had to look it up real quick. I was trying to remember who made, who said this quote. A man who is his own lawyer has a fool for a client. client. Yeah, that's pretty pretty much Abraham right. Lincoln. He, uh, he a sucker in every Abraham other Abraham Lincoln said that? Where you, yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Is that on Wikipedia? Yeah. Is that Wikipedia? It's everywhere. But Abraham Lincoln said that? Yeah. But he, you know, My dude. You know, I, I just want to make sure. I mean, I, yeah, you know, even a broken clock is right once or twice a day, right? <laughs> uh, so... Just because, you know, the truth don't care who tell it, right? So, right. I mean, but that is the truth in my mm-hmm. opinion. I just don't think it's a good idea to represent Well, there are some things in family yourself. law you can do for yourself. So, like a divorce case. Like, if you and your and your spouse, y'all have an agreement, y'all both want to be divorced, y'all yeah. don't have a bunch of property, or if y'all just have an agreement, everything is laid out in y'all's mm-hmm. agreement, you don't need a lawyer for that. Right. And you can go online, they got the forms and stuff you can fill out, you know. 
Yeah, but if like, but it, yeah, but if you have a situation where you you're on trial for double murder, you might. Yeah. Want... <laughs> that, did you see that one guy? Yeah, that was one guy was a damn fool. <laughs> and you see, the evidence will show show today <laughs> that I did not kill her. Like y'all said, I killed her. I'm like, what the? F- Let me Boy, tell you, you something. Better. He watched too much Madlock. He did. He and watched I, I, too much TV. They would have gave I, him a lawyer. I find myself in, in the middle of the night watching Madlock. <laughs> Look, Madlock. Don't sleep on Madlock yeah. now. Okay, but that they should put it at the bottom wrote. of the television, man. Do not. Do try not. This, at this home. is not. It don't work like don't that, Don't try buddy. this at all. <laughs> who, who, who were like? Some of your inspirations growing up in terms of law. Law, that's a great question and the interest, interesting answer. Nobody, I didn't like. You knew you liked Johnny Cochran, though. Oh well, yeah. Like during the OJ I trial, should, I thought I was Johnny Cochran, and I wasn't even no lawyer. Yeah. I was just like, damn, cut. <laughs> during the OJ trial, you know that was interesting. But the crazy thing is, like, I didn't idolize any lawyers. I wasn't like that little girl that was like looking at all the court shows growing up. Like, I just want. I don't know where the idea of being a lawyer came from. Not even Judge Judy or none of that. No, I didn't really. Yeah, but Judge Judy ain't no real. Well, she was. Well, she was something. She I didn't really. I, I really didn't get caught up in that. It just. Judge Judy I really is feel like, like entertainment, just, strictly entertainment. Yeah, it you is. Know? All yeah. those court shows are just strictly entertainment, in my opinion. Yeah, but well, not all. When I watch Judge Mathis, you know, I watch a dude that he 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 come with convictions. Oh, he real. You he know, done he, lost his mind, hadn't he? I've been seeing some stuff on Ball Alert where he like going off the cuff talking about stuff, right? Who that? George Judge Ma- Mathis. No, nah, you ain't talking about Judge oh, Mathis. Mathis. You're talking about somebody else. Who was that? Hey, <laughs> you got to figure it out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the other black yeah. judge, the black man yeah. judge, light yeah. skin. Yeah. What's his name? Let me Google it. Brown. Brown. Is it Brown? Is it Brown? Hey, Siri, who that judge that's going crazy on Ball Alert? <laughs> hey, Siri, who that judge? <laughs> who that judge? <laughs> I do not understand <laughs> Ebonics. Brown. <laughs> That's Judge Brown. Joe Brown. Oh, it's Joe Brown. What's going on with him? What's his show? Well, the thing about it is that, like, Joe Joe Brown, Judge Joe Brown. Oh, is that? No. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about it. The thing about it is that he's just just the type of cat that he's uncompromised, you know? And, And see, this is. When, when we we're not used Hold to. Hold up, Willie. Is this your friend? We're not used to him. Clearly, no, no, I, no, I don't. Clearly, we, I don't have a relationship with him. But, but that's your friend. Clearly, that's his. Do you friend. hear what I said? I've spoken <laughs> to him. Like, I, clearly, I can't say that's friends. his friend. But but here, my, that ain't the point, bro. The point is, I mean, you're a friend of mine, but you know, what I'm saying the truth is the truth. If if you speaking the truth, you speaking the truth. The okay. pro, the thing is, is that. You know, like us, oftentimes, you know, people are not used to people speaking candidly, people that are not bought, people that stand for something. Uh And even when our opinions are unpopular, uh, it's still our truth. And people are not used to that. They're used to people complying and being politically correct and, and, and being afraid to speak. Judge Joe Brown is not afraid to speak on what he believed to be the truth. And whether you agree with him or not, to me, to hear a black man speak like that mm-hmm. in, in such a way that he's not afraid of the establishment, he's not afraid of the dominant society, <clears throat> he don't care about all of these 
social constructs, constructs. He ain't tripping on all of that. He's speaking. And so you're not going to agree with everything he said. Obviously, he's not going to agree. The reason why he sounds like to some people, he sounds unhinged Uh because that's what the truth do to you. Okay. The truth will make you sound like a radical. The truth will make you sound like a radical when you're just being a human. Well, Mm. you know, when you, when you, when you, um, Give him that little explanation. It just makes me think about Trump because that's exactly what they say. Trump, well, well, Trump speak the truth. Well, you not can, worried well, about. Well, you can do that. You can speak the truth. You can speak. You can speak the truth and all of that stuff, and that's fine. That Trump speaks the truth. My sister speaks the truth, but I wouldn't vote for her as president. Okay. I wouldn't want her to be the president. But can you respect him and his truth? The same I don't way respect, respect nothing about Donald Trump. Oh, well, how, Donald what's the Trump, difference between him and Joe Don, Brown? Donald Trump is a sucker. The, the difference between him and Joe Brown is that Joe Brown, uh, Judge Joe Brown, love his people. He love black people, and and Trump don't. Okay. What about that's Trump loving tr- white different. people? Well, that's Trump. That, I don't even, I don't even think he loves white people. I don't. I really don't. I don't think. I don't think he loves white people because if he did, he wouldn't put them in these type of these compromising positions. You know, uh, that he yeah, does. like the like that ride at the Capitol. Yeah, yo. he wouldn't do that. And when he and when he when he basically sick them on yeah, the did. United States, and didn't he really did. Soul. Yeah. When he sick them yeah. on the United States, he was like. Yo, man, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. And then when they went out there to do it, Trump was heading in the opposite direction. Yeah. And then when they never did, called he was like, him man, off. Man, they had nothing to do with yeah. that, man. And, and while it was happening, he yeah. never called them off. Yeah, yeah. The, the dude is not. Okay, he's not it's time right. to go home now. Right. We yeah. love you. We love, we love you. you. Man, fuck <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah, that dude, ain't, he ain't right. Man, so. ain't that something, man? He wrong I mean, I, I will never forget. You know, they talk about where were you when Kennedy was shot and Martin Luther King. Where were you when they ride when they uh stormed the Capitol. stormed the Capitol, man? I'm sitting there like I'm in front this of the TV. cannot be right. This yeah. I cannot be this cannot be what I'm seeing with my own eyes. But why does why does the, the Senate refuse to put that um that committee in place to really check it out? Man, it's so crazy, happened. man. And and it's it, and it, it's it a never trash. really happened. They running for their lives, it, running from these people, right. but it never really happened. But it's so crazy. It's it's, it's 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 a, it's such a slap in the face of those law enforcement officers that were there that were trying to protect hey, them. Hey, you know they want to put that guy that shot that chick. They want him they want him uh charged. For what? He shot that lady and killed her. The one that was trying to get in, in the um. He popped him. Well, what was he? How was that wrong? I don't know. Chai, I can't. It's, it's, it's after the fact now. I know. was I was just sitting there in such dis- disgust watching it happen, and and I said, "This is white privilege." At its finest. This is white privilege. At its finest. Where where is the black Black Lives Matter tear gas? They, they would have been dead. And all, all the stuff they was using on the Black Lives Matter. I know y'all got some more left. And they would have came out with but, they would have had was, new laws that same night. I was reading <laughs> some stuff yesterday, yeah. man, that was mind blowing, y'all. About um about slave patrol. Yeah, the police. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the, the slave patrol, the police. Mm-hmm. And how um how they how it started. Not only that, but like they don't, they don't do that to. It's it's only for black people. Like I gotta pull this up. Y'all go ahead, and let me find this because mm-hmm. the, the it's only for black people. Like the police is only for black people. Mm-hmm. That's what I read. Like it's only 
for the slaves. Wow. Well, you ain't got to read that to know that exists. All you mm-hmm. got to do is just watch how they move and watch how they deal with people. Watch how they deal with yeah. us versus others. Yeah, if you look at the origin, if you trace it back to its origin, right? You trace it back to its origin. It absolutely, I think it is it's aligned with what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the origin of it. So it's 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 kind of um it kind of makes sense that it, what we see today it still has those re- remnants from the the genesis. It's genesis, mm-hmm. you know? State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. How do you feel about the knock that many lawyers get just overall the culture of law where people feel that lawyers are crooks and liars and, you know, people, as long as you shoot them a dollar, you know, they'll holler for a dollar. (laughs) Yeah. We do have that reputation, don't we? Well, I mean, it is what it is. And, and you know, I heard, not to cut you off, but mm -hmm. I did hear that the lawyers and and the judges we're in cahoots. In, in general? The, in the courts, yeah. Well, a- answer that question first and then come back. Um, well, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's a stereotype, right? No no different than a stereotype that they have for black people. No different than the stereotype that they have for black women, you know, for women in general. So there's a stereotype. Uh, rappers. Uh, rappers, right. They and, have a stereotype. And arguably, there is a little bit of truth in every stereotype, right? I think so. There's a little bit. I disagree. Bit. You, you but disagree. go ahead. There's a little bit of okay. Well, you can disagree. Um, so I I don't have a problem with it. it. Is what it is. I just accept it. Like it ain't me. You know. Yeah. I don't. You know. I don't do what I do for the money. The money comes, but it's not what motivates me. It's not what motivates me at all. Mr. Crump's case. I worked pro, pro bono. Now I I had to stop doing this because I I 
if someone came to me and they didn't have the resources and I saw that they really needed help, I would extend myself and I'd, I'd be like, okay, I got you for free. Oh, damn. Ten times out of ten, I have been screwed. No lie. Ten times out of ten that I have done that, I have been screwed. The person has not appreciated what I've done. It has just not worked out. When you so, work pro bono. Yeah. So what I started doing was I said, okay, I got. they got to have some skin in the game. They got to be able to pay me something because mm -hmm. I need them to be invested in this because this is their life, not mine. Mm -hmm. So with Mr. Crump, that's basically what I did. He paid me. A, he paid me some money. He paid me a portion, not my, not what I would normally request. And then I said, okay, I got you. Like, and I don't, I didn't get paid for the bulk of his case. I don't, I don't well, get paid well, for any of the stuff that I'm doing, um, promoting his case. I don't get paid for that. Well, how? What about <laughs> taking that portion and then after the case is resolved, give it back? Really. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I done been spent about it. Shoot. I'm going to go back and get it from Sax. Listen, listen. I'm just talking. I'm I just, think he just do that shit. Listen. Draw reaction from me. What I'm doing is, what I'm, what I'm doing is like, like, I'm just looking at the angles here. Like, so, uh, I'm, listen, I'm about, I'm about my paper. You know, I love my people and I love the community and I, and I do give. I, I, there's a, I think that, all of us, I think, uh, service is the greatest like um, gift that you can give to the world. Mm -hmm. Service, right? But there has to be a balance, and so you can't just be running around here just doing everything for free. Yeah. Because then you're gonna be asking from somebody. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna become a beggar. Yeah, it's and it's hard for because, like I said, for me, I'm not motivated by the money. So like, I'm. It's hard for me when I'm when I'm having a conversation with somebody, and you know, I see they really, really, really need help mm -hmm. and they can't afford it. The one guy, um, I mean, I took this case. You don't mess with you, right? What? What? Why you do that? <laughs> you don't believe me? ain't no money. I mean, the money comes. <laughs> the money comes. I'm I don't have to. You. It's kind of like what y'all do. What, is, do what with you're saying is that money is not your primary. No, it's focus. not the focus. Yeah. It's not the focus. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, that's not, that's not the focus. I didn't go to law school for them. I mean, the money is a, is a perk. It's a perk, but that's not my motivator. You know what I'm saying? Well, Does that make sense? It's a motivator, but not your primary motivator. I get that maybe that's because yeah, the question is for me: if you were not going to get paid at all, would you let do me, it? Let me let you in on a little secret. Yeah, you said no, absolutely not. If, if you do something, if you do something for money, you'll never have none. But if you do it because you love it, you'll never be without it. Who said that? Brad Jordan. Hey. That's real shit. Well, let me tell you something, man. Can I man. Cuss on this, well, on this I, station? Listen, yeah, when I oh, when I uh, was a cook for Kentucky Fried really? Chicken, come really, come on, you man. For Kentucky? I was what? a cook for Kentucky What's Fried Chicken. What's the secret recipe? It ain't your business. <laughs> now, I think listen, really might have broke into a Kentucky Fried. <laughs> I think that's probably what he went to jail First for. First of all, that was not a Kentucky Fried. That was Popeyes. And secondly, that was allegedly. Okay, really? Allegedly. Well, okay. I've been knowing you thirty something years. Okay, really. allegedly. You broke into Kentucky Fried. I don't know you what arm robbed. You didn't. You don't understand what, what I said. I said first and foremost, allegedly. Stop bringing okay. up passion. Now it's cool. We can bring up past stuff. I mean, you know, I got it covered. I mean, you know, it's statute of limitations and stuff like that. I ain't tripping on that. But we but, digress. Okay, but, but Kentucky Fried Chicken. I guess my my point here is that. Uh, I uh, I did not love 
cooking chicken. Mm-hmm. I cooked it out of necessity to I can so I could get a check. Yeah. So you so you were saying that you know, if you love what you do, you always have money. Well, I, I had never be without I was, it. You'd never be without money. Well, the reason that I was without I was with money was because I was a cook. No, what, no, there was nothing else. I was doing something that I did not love, but I was doing what I had to do until I could do what I wanted to do. So right now, I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, and, 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 you know, uh, having a conversation with an attorney and that pretty floral shirt you got on. Looking good. He just came from somewhere. Sitting here just having a conversation with a attorney Cassandra Daniels and and Brad Jordan. Brad Jordan. Brad Jordan. You know, this is this is this life is good, man. All you gotta do is keep on waking up. Keep on waking up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so money's always a motivator, whether or not the question is if it's your primary motivator. I I agree. Right. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But there are some cases. That money for me, that money is not the motivator. Like one case, when my guy, oh God, he had, he lost his job in oil and gas. Like they was, he was getting unemployment. They were taking just about all of his unemployment. Like he was really struggling financially because mm-hmm. most of his money was going to pay out child support, and he needed a lawyer. The other the lady, the mom on the other side, she had the pop, the money to pay a lawyer to litigate it. We went all the way to trial on that on that issue. Nobody else would have did what I did for him. Nobody else would have done that. I took, I worked that case for free. I worked it for free. He, he, when he initially hired me, he had money. He ran out, and what was I supposed to do? Drop him? Well, how did he appreciate? Did he show? Did <clears throat> now he is the only one, and he knows it. He is the only one of the people that I have extended myself in that way that has actually appreciated it. Mm-hmm. He said to me, "I will work for you." I will work for you to pay off whatever it is that I and he does. I, I'll I'll have him come in and you know do some administrative stuff for me, review my discovery, things like that. Even still, that's his case like, is done. Dope. Yeah, his yeah. case is done, and he still works for me. Even now, he could he could have chunked dudes and been like, I'm out. So I respect him. I respect him, but he's the only one. Everybody else. I, I think that since this uh, uh, podcast is is. Um, on such a big level, on a, such a big platform, I think that you should tell people how to get in contact with you because I know that there's uh, it's tons of men out there that's going through the same shit that your clients are going through. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And they would love to have somebody that represented them that understood what was really happening to them. Most definitely. You know. So, yeah, they can call my office. Um, my number is 346 703 346 What is it again? 346 703 1234. And your Instagram. So my Instagram is. Huh? Well, you was right, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> my Instagram is at the Daniels Law Firm PLLC underscores. Okay. Cool. And and then you can you know go to my website. That's Danielslawfirm.com, T-H-E, And then Khadijah K- K- um, Rockman, what's her stuff? You know Kenya. It? So her website is um, thechildsupporthustle.com. Okay. Um, I don't want to give out her number because I don't know if yeah, that's her number. Yeah, don't give out her number, but yeah. But that's definitely. And then she's also on Instagram. I just know y'all working together on trying. Yeah, I really want to have. All this bull crap that's going on. 
I really want to have her on. Let me find her Instagram. As a matter of fact, so, Willie, so, we might need to put her in here too. Yes. We mm-hmm. might need to have another sit down, a, a, a part two. Yes. Well, this is an ongoing thing, so a- absolutely we can bring both of them back. Instagram like is the Child Support Hustle. The Child Support Hustle. She's she's forever posting information, stories. Um, definitely follow her. She has been um, fighting for this for a very long time, and I'm just lending um, my voice, um, my my education, my know-how, my abilities um, to partner up with her. Because, again, like, ain't no sense of me reinventing the wheel and trying to go off and do my own thing when this sister's been fighting the fight. You know what I'm saying? We... Two's better than one, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about your family. How often do you get family members that come to you trying to get pro bono action? Um, I've made it very clear to my family that I don't offer free services unless you are my my dad's siblings, like my my aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. If they if they come to me, they they don't pay. Mm-hmm. They don't pay. Anybody else, they got to pay. Now, I, I, I do this for all of my clients, and I end up doing this for a lot of my family that come to me. I end up, like, you know, maybe not billing them for certain things. You know, I don't just hit them like I would. I don't just bill them like I would normally bill. I, I'll give them a, a, a break here, here and there on some things and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, though. Let's, man, I, I want to make charges it. Us, man, he charged us for... For, Everything, for, dude. People don't understand <laughs> that. Man, I wrote I wrote your name down with a pencil. Right. And I'm gonna need six hundred bucks. Like, God damn. right. People really? don't people don't but understand you... that that's how lawyers work. It's yeah. if you they we bill by the we bill our hourly rates. We by the moment. I bill no fuck that. 15, they bill by the moment. Yeah, I bill like a lot of attorneys <laughs> bill in fifteen minute increments. So that means that. If I send an email or if I respond to an email, and it may have taken me two minutes, but I'm going to charge you for 15 minutes because that's how I bill. I bill in 15-minute increments. So everything that we how do— How much is 15 minutes worth of law service? Well, it depends on what your hourly rate good, is. Good answer. Good, well, good question. Good question. It depends on what your hourly rate is. Because 15 minutes what, what's of your normal hour, hourly rate? So my hourly rate nope. is— <laughs> Yeah, I won't say. Willie? Wait a minute. She got to tell people what the hourly no, rate is anyway. No, you don't? I don't. I don't need to tell them that. Oh, it depends on who calls. Uh. I'm not saying that. Really? It's just not a good practice. It's just not a good practice. Ricky Anderson, we love you, ma'am. Just making a joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here's, here's what I think about that anyway. I say uh, there are lawyers for everything that you want, and there's right. different lawyers for different levels right. of whatever you're trying to do. So I say if you want to call a certain lawyer, then you know, once you find out what that rate is, you decide whether you want to do business with that lawyer That's or it. not. And if you want to do business with that lawyer, you don't complain about the rate. I got a lawyer. You say I that got a lawyer. And, and here's the thing. His- but you know, what I'm saying is that when I hire lawyers, I based on the ser- I, I hire lawyers based on the service that I need. And when anytime I need a lawyer, it's always serious stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want a very good lawyer. Of course, I want the most reasonable rate that I can get. When I call these this lawyer, I know what that rate is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not tripping on it because I know I'm going to get what I'm paying for. Right. So as long as I'm getting what I'm paying for yeah, and he true. and he's getting what I'm and he's getting what I'm paying for, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, he's giving mm-hmm. what I'm paying for. I ain't got no problem with exactly. that. I know a lawyer. I know a lawyer, guys, and 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 this is this is not even a joke. I know he 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 he, he starts off at fifteen thousand. I don't give a damn mm-hmm. if it's a traffic ticket. Yeah. 
Yeah. How much is it going to be so and so fifteen thousand? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great point. That well, you, you know, I know you got to be talking about Ken. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I said it. Uh, but, but yeah, but he a yeah, bad he talk, ass lawyer. Yeah, though. yeah, he talking about Ken Schaefer. Bad, dude. bad super but, bad. But that's bad a great. Dude. That's a great. But he point. bad ass though. Yeah, that's you, a great point that yeah. you make. You get what you pay for. Yeah. For real. Know that. So if you want to go get a lawyer that's cheap or want to give you a payment mm-hmm. plan and all that, you going to get that. If you want a lawyer that's good at what they do, that's not going to, you know, be, you know, bad customer service, not giving you the runaround, not not calling you back, all that kind of stuff, then you're going to have to pay for that. So mm-hmm. when you when you call and you do that consultation and you, you get the rundown of how much this person's hourly rate is, how much the retainer is going to be, you got to make that assessment as to whether or not you can afford it. If you sign that contract and you hire that attorney, you have just waived your right to complain about how much is costing you? Because you just agreed to pay my fees. We do not, and I'm and I'm saying this because I've had some conversations with my with my colleagues, my my girlfriends who are also lawyers, and and we get tired of having to have these conversations with our clients about paying. You want good service? I'm doing my part by providing good service. Now you do your part by paying. Don't yeah. muzzle the ops. You, really? Right. Well, that's how that's how that's how you know you, you talk to these criminal lawyers too. You're like, look. I'm gonna do my part. Again, you this money. You keep the cuffs off. Yeah, you know, like as long an, as you, I'm gonna do. Long as I do my part, you do your part. Everything gonna be yeah, cool. Yeah, it's an exchange. It's 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 an exchange. And if you can't afford that lawyer, go find, go down to no, wherever and go find the other man, lawyer. You get anything up under, you know, uh, 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 uh what they call them. Uh, and the Martindale Hubble, the five preeminent, whatever you you going up under that well, man, you gotta, you're taking you, a fucking chance, bro. You you're taking a chance, but you got to deal with that because you took no, a chance. Because you took a chance, you took a chance putting yourself in that position. I'm going to see you know? Kent Schaefer, uh, 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 Latisha Quinones. Uh, uh, if, you Moore, afford, or, uh, if you can't Lewis. afford, if you can't afford it, like, I'm going to get a lawyer. But, a real and, and lawyer. let me say this. Let me say this as well. Okay, all right. And I'm speaking for my my female colleagues in this criminal. No, I'm going to say this. You know, people a lot of times, it seems, and I hate I hate to accept this as being the truth, but it seems a lot of times that people are more willing to drop a bag on male attorneys. That's not true. That there seems to be, that especially, especially when you're talking about you're a female and you're a black female, there seems to be this level of, like, lack of confidence that comes because it's a female and it's a black female. You got to know who you're well, dealing think, with in court, Willie. You have to know. Like, if you got a, a a white judge that's a female, then you got to play the game accordingly. Mm-hmm. If you got a black judge that's a male, then you got to play the game accordingly. You don't want to go into a, 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 a courtroom with a Hispanic judge and <laughs> and, and a, a, a cowboy hat wearing... Uh, yeah, white guy. It is a game because if you watch the even just on a on a rudimentary level, just watching these rudimentary. Judge shows, if you just watch, well, go these, ahead. He if, reads the thesaurus. I if know you he if does. you just watch these judge shows, <laughs> you'll see if the judge is white, the the bailiff is is black. Yeah. If if if, if the if the judge is, what is the Hispanic. Lawyer? The bailiff no, is that, white. There the, is, you know, if, yeah, if those, things, met, those you know, things matter. Those things matter. But so, if you so decided you before, that— wait, 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 wait one second. Yes, I'm sorry. But if, if you got a white judge, you need a white lawyer? 
No. You got a black judge in the No, I don't think it's I don't think it's I'm that basic. You, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what you gotta know the you gotta know the proclivities of that particular that particular judge. What you say? This nigga I got too, to be acting like he don't I understand. He, 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 he know. He know. He know. I'm, I'm just, he be I'm tripping. Just, I'm just blown yeah, away by talking. the words that's being used. I have to bring out my spelling bee words on because yeah, Willie, Willie, Willie over here. Willie got his shit open on his mic stand like a Bible, so we got to come on with it. <laughs> I wasn't going to be outmatched by Willie today. <laughs> I, 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 I think this this is how I, this is how I hire lawyers. Like if, if, if I hire lawyers, I hire lawyers, especially if I got a serious situation like some type of criminal case or something. I hire lawyers based on not who they know, but who know them okay. in the in, inside of the courtroom. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like somebody saying, "Man, I know Scarface." Okay, yeah, you know Scarface, but, but that do don't mean shit. You? Does Scarface know you? Because <laughs> if Scarface don't know you, you can't get nothing done. Right. You see? What so, does that mean, Willie? So, what does that mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? You say if I know him, he can't get shit done. What does that mean? Yeah, I said if you if you don't know that person oh, that's yeah, saying that they happen. know you, Ain't yeah, exactly. They can't get nothing done. So so my, my point is, is that like uh I've heard lawyers say, Yeah, what well, oh that's the judge. Oh yeah, I know him. See, and and somebody who ain't who ain't up on their on game might hear that and be like, yeah, that's comfy. Yeah, I like that. You know, he, nah, he know the judge. Yeah, yeah, he know the pros- prosecutor. Yeah, he but th- do they know you? <laughs> you see, that's how you get things done because all of this stuff really boils down. We are, we're not computers. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. So all of this stuff boils down to relationships. Mm-hmm. That's all it really is. Relationships, access, and options. Yeah, Man, but no, 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 no. He's a smart guy. Like, don't really. discredit. Don't discredit the skill of and the ability and know-how of the attorney. Nah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not discrediting that. But I can tell you, it's the old saying: "It ain't what you know; it's who you know." And that's you true. can have. That's why. That's it why. It take you a long that's way. That's why sometimes don't last, they're not in that in listen, on that bench forever. They but, get switched but, out. But, they, but that's they, why they are, normally they my, usually my be attorneys is, too. Though that's why a lot of times uh, you can have a judge, I mean, a lawyer that can be. Sharp and know that uh, know that stuff. If you walk in a certain kind of a certain courtroom, some judges are intent on like shutting you down. Mm-hmm. I don't care how Prosecutors skilled too. you yeah. are. Some some lawyers are uh, uh, yeah because they work in cahoots with the prosecutors. Yeah. But some law some judges are intent on shutting you down. I don't mm-hmm. care how good you are, they'll make you go out and 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 file some type of uh, charge against them and file against file with the bar to get them disbarred or something. Mm-hmm. Because some of them they act like the courtroom is their house. Like what I say goes, it don't matter what the law say goes. Mm-hmm. I am the law. That, that's what that lady was in goddamn me uh, in in court that I went to. Like, she was, like, making up her own shit. I was like, that ain't in the books. Right. Some of some of them have that type of mentality. Old Republican, mean-ass, wrinkle-face-ass judges got that mentality. Yeah, some old uh, Democratic, mean-ass, wrinkle-face motherfuckers got that mentality, too. And some of them got smooth faces, and they got that mentality. The, the, the deal is, is that, man, that, hey, we're just part of, we're... we're, we're a very wicked system has stewardship over us, man. Stewardship is you the know? right word to use right I mean, now. It's, 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 stewardship. It's a cold game, bro. It's it a yeah. cold game. Yeah. But we it appreciate is. you coming on it's the over. show and enlightening oh, people. Y'all. I had you know, over. And giving us that information, sharing some insight. And Thank y'all for having me. Getting to learn a little bit more about. But Cassandra wait, hold on, Willie. She didn't answer the, my question. What's yeah, your question, Brad? Are the lawyers and the judges 
in cahoots? In general, I, I, I would say no. I mean, look, some people would say that I have. As you should. Thanks a lot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we, pre- <laughs> we appreciate you joining us on another Ghetto Boys Reloaded with with with, with Uncle Face Mob and Mister Willie D. And we had a hell of a time with Miss Casey, and she killed us. Who's Case Lord? Yeah, my name is Brad. Give everybody. Oh my, okay, Miss Casey. (laughs) She killed it. She she nailed it. She hit the hammer. I've been knowing you for a long ass time, so I don't call you Cassandra. That's a okay. That's some other shit. That's like that's a professional name. Okay. We we just we just homeboys and homegirls. That's right. Professional. That's right. I remember when you was taking that damn bar test at fucking. Golden Corral. He was like, Golden oh shit, I'm studying, I'm studying for the bar. I'm like, no Let shit. Golden Corral. You was Let stu- you, you had Golden Corral, Corral posted up. <laughs> I studied, I was studying several different Crocker, places. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Is it Cracker Barrel? That's yeah, where we right. met. Is yeah. it Cracker Barrel or Cracker, Cracker Barrel? Cracker Barrel. I, that's where uh, we met. I, know. I was trying to figure out how we ago. met. That's how we met. Yeah, using that with your brother. All right, fam, we can continue. Right. We'll, we'll continue yeah. this discussion. Oh, okay. Cut the mics off. We're gone. We'll continue this discussion later. All right, in a minute, no more talk. Okay. Thank no y'all for talk. having me. This episode was produced by A-King and brought to you by the Black Effect Podcast Network and, and iHeartRadio. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.